Well, hey everybody, it's me, Health Coach Kristen. Welcome to the Common Sense Nutrition Podcast. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. This podcast is one of my favorite subjects. I'm so excited about this. Today we're going to discuss intermittent fasting. So once a month in that clean eating program that health coach Gina and I lead, it's called Shred 10, we focus on a different, um, a specific topic, a specific health-related topic each month. So the, t- the topic that we focused on for the month of June was intermittent fasting. And I'm going to share a live stream recording that Gina and I broadcast into our private Shred community um, page. And um, gosh, there's just, it was great content. I want to share this with you. I'm really excited for you to listen and learn more about this subject. We had a lot of interest in it this month, and I think it went over really well. And I think we did a really great job just sharing some information and educating people on this. So take a listen, and then I'll catch you back here right at the end of that with just a couple of quick announcements. Okay, we're live on Facebook. And we're recording. Go ahead, Gina, take it away. All right. Hello, everybody. Hope everybody's having a great day. You're here today with health coach Kristen, who's here from Arizona, and health coach Gina here from the Jersey Shore. And today we're talking about what we've been focusing on in this month's shred, which is intermittent fasting. We've all heard of it, right? Everybody's heard of intermittent fasting, but what is it really and why is it important? And I I always like to think that I think many of us follow this already. We just didn't have a title linked to it, right? And our bodies innately know when we're done, we're full at night, we stop eating. And then we, we sleep all night, we rest, we come around the morning the next day, then we start eating again, we're breaking that fast. So whatever hours people do this different lengths of time, you can have a a break in there of 16 hours, 12 hours, whatever it might be. Um, I like to normally stop my eating in between five and six o'clock at night. It's just normally when I'm done eating, I need time to get everything down. I can't go to sleep with a full belly. I just, I won't sleep. I'm uncomfortable all night long. So I get done with my food around five or six at night. And then I usually start again by nine, nine 30 in the morning. And it's just natural timing of when that happens for me, as we grow older, we, I think just to interrupt you real quick, like we get, we just start, we have bad habits. We start eating or snacking later. Like, like you said, like instinctively as kids or when you're younger, you just know when to like, it. you didn't think about it. Like you didn't like, you didn't like my mom used to force me to eat breakfast before school, which you're supposed, you got to eat before you take off to go to school. But I remember like fighting and I never wanted to. I was, was always really hungry later in the morning, like around nine 30 or 10 o'clock in the morning, but just life and busyness and bad habits, it tends to change our eating habits. And we fall away from, um, we fall away from that, like paying attention to our bodies and that circadian rhythm. So yeah. talk yeah. more. Tell us about what that, that circadian rhythm and how that affects our health and how that ties into intermittent fasting. Definitely. So I, did you set our timer when it was time? I, no, I said it. We're, just, we're, on, we're live in the shred page. So this is, we're not. Okay. Okay. Five minutes today. Cause okay. we need to. All right. So the pressure's off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have our five minute uh, flourish in five where we're jamming all this content yeah. out. So the pressure's off today. We got time. So, during the day, our body is working hard. Our gut 
microbes are working very hard to work on digesting our food and doing their daytime work. And then nightfall comes around and our body goes into repair mode. So every living organism has what we call a circadian rhythm where we're following that. This is what you do during the day. You're digesting gut microbes. You're working on getting rid of all that food. So when nighttime comes, we can sleep and our body repairs, resets and gets ready for the following day. So it's, it, I mean, it's, that's the simple version. There's a lot more involved in it, but basically that's how it works. So when we're sleeping, our body's meant to repair. So when there's a lot of times people don't sleep, right? People are up all night long worrying or in the bathroom and can't fall back asleep or whatever their reason might be, that's a stress on the body. That's putting a major stress on the body. And when you're it's sending out your fight and flight hormones, it's too much cortisol, too much cortisol is too much weight gain. It's like it all goes hand in hand. So it's best just when bringing us back to the intermittent fasting is shutting down that block of time where we're not eating. We're giving our body that time to just rest, recover, repair, and then get ready to start again for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And our bodies like every day they're trying to, our bodies try to detox every day. That's just the, the, the function of the system. Your body, mm-hmm. you're trying to purge all of the things that like everything, whether it's good waste or bad waste, it's just trying right. to purge. It's just what your body does. Okay. And when we're not giving it that time to do that, yeah, then it's just, everything's all thrown off. So you were talking about sleep. And one of the things that I love the most about intermittent fasting is how it affects my sleep. And really for me, if I just make sure, cause I've got the bad habit at night, like after dinner, sitting on the couch, watching some TV. And then all of a sudden like snacking sounds like a good idea. And when I do that, I don't sleep very well. And it's probably because like, it's, you know, your, your body's then, then your body's digesting and the process you're on overtime. Yes. And the time workers versus the nighttime workers. Now you're forcing your day workers that have been working all day long to digest everything that you eat all day. Now they're working overtime and they're not being paid for it. No, <laughs> no, they're just working overtime. We're paying for it. <laughs> a lot of work for your body to digest food. So it's, it's like, it's awake while you're trying to be asleep. And it's, so they're like, that's why it's inner, it's a, affecting your sleep. Um, and okay. So our gut health, speaking of like going to bed with a belly full of food, you're not, our belly has to have a certain amount of time to be empty. It's okay for nothing to be in your stomach. So we got this constant influx of, it's like this dumping ground in our gut. Well, our gut needs to clean out, you know, like sometimes you got to go through the house and vacuum the rugs and mop the floor. And that's what happens at night when we're sleeping and the belly is allowed to be empty. Um, it just, it allows it to like clean up and it helps Instead of packing up instead of packing up and building up along those walls. And yeah, and it, it allows like, so it helps with that balance between the, the gut flora, the good flora versus the bad flora. It gives the gut a chance for the good flora to thrive and to come back into balance. So, um, cause a lot of the things that we eat are not good for our gut health. You know, things like if we're drinking, you know, like typical standard American diet, fried foods or fatty foods, or, um, um, a lot of processed foods, things high in sugar, like a lot of those things throw our gut balance off. So allowing the gut to empty is another benefit of just getting rid of it, but also letting the good gut flora, um, come back into balance. 
And then lastly, another good benefit of it is for our hormones. So, um, I'm just, I had some notes here. The intermittent fasting has been found to increase your insulin sensitivity, which aids in tapping into fat burning mechanisms that lead to natural weight loss. So that's a great benefit of, you know, just keeping those insulin levels healthy, keeps all the hormone levels healthy because insulin inhibits testosterone production in the body. And we don't want that. (laughs) Testosterone is good for all of us, men and women. We all need it. It's good for energy. It's good for everything. Sex drive. Good point. A a lot of women don't know that that we have testosterone. We need testosterone in our body. It's just a balance on how much we need individually. Yes. Right. I mean, a lot of people don't know that men need more or typically have more testosterone than women. They're supposed to, Um, but yes, we all need it. We have all the, we need all our hormones to be in balance. So when our, when we're just overfeeding our gut and not giving it a chance to rest, our insulin levels are messed up, which directly affects our hormone levels. And then that aids in weight loss or weight gain. So, um, but you know, we're, so we're talking about, we're focusing on just educating the group this month on intermittent fasting, but really that's it. We just wanted everybody to understand what it was. We're not suggesting that everybody has to do this as part of the shred. But I think it's really, I think it's a good idea to at least experiment with, even if you just stop munching and eating junk food after dinner, eat your last meal three or four hours before you go to bed and don't snack afterwards. And I think another benefit of that, of giving yourself that window of time, like I think that people, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to go hungry, right? Yeah, I hear that a lot. Like, I'm afraid, I don't know if I can do it 16 hours or 12 hours with that food. I feel like I might go hungry. But what I think it's a good benefit that it, it, it pushes us into this pattern of being much more intentional about what you are eating and when. Right. It's being mindful. It's really, a, it's a mindfulness practice, really. I mean, you're just being, being more aware and being more mindful and staying present yes. on what you're actually doing. Because like you said, like you can just get into snack mode and you're not paying attention. And I mean, speaking of snack, it, ideally you're having your snack in a small bowl, not in, in you know, whatever. A big, a big, <laughs> in pop, if you're making popcorn, popcorn's a, a great snack, right? But if you're having the whole bowl of it versus a serving, <laughs> That's easy. But just being more mindful of it all and being intentional. Cause if that's what it does for me, I'm like, okay, if I try to go, okay. And like this morning, it's only nine 30 here in Arizona. I'm like, I'm going to try to, you know, I'm going to have a smoothie at 10 o'clock. I haven't eaten anything yet. And then I know by 6 PM, I need to be eating my dinner and be done. And it makes mm-hmm. me think more intentionally about my, my smoothie, my lunch, what I'm having yeah. for dinner. Yeah, and, and thinking more clearly about it and making better choices. So it's something, it's just part of that process through the shred that helps us create more healthy habits, even if you're not really a little more structured. Yeah. 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 So it's not a, it's not an all or nothing or do or die. It's just something that can teach us more, you know, intentional eating and healthy, healthy habits. So, yeah, I think this was good. Is there anything else, Gina? No, I think that's about it, but I would like to ask that, if you are following some type of an intermittent fasting, oh, you know what we didn't touch upon? The different ways to intermittent fast. Like yeah. sometimes people do it. Sometimes people just follow that 
um, stop eating by five, six o'clock at night. Don't start again until nine, 10 in the morning. That's just an easy, I'm intermittent fasting on something like that. In my opinion is really just a label. You're already doing it. It's natural. It's innate, but there's some people that do a little bit more extreme and you might want to talk about that a little bit more. Well, there's other suggestions. People like maybe people pick like one day a week. I know there's some of that stuff is very cultural from different cultures around the world. Um, and it may fall into like, even like religious or cultural beliefs. Um, but I, like some of the other ideas are just, um, one, one day a week or one weekend a month or one whole week per year, which (laughs) drastic to me. I don't know about that one. Um, but we're also make sure you're hydrating too. Like when we say intermittent fasting, you can definitely like your body still needs hydration. So it needs, need water or even just clear juicing. If you have a juicer doing something like that, if you were going for longer periods of time. So those are other good ideas. So, and it might feel good. It's something worth experimenting with. We're certainly not suggesting that people starve or feel faint or weak. If people have, um, you know, an unhealthy relationship with food, like maybe some eating disorders. I don't, this is something that I don't think is good because you're putting labels on food and it's causing more restrictions in your head. Um, and it's also not really recommended for pregnant women or people that, um, like have a high athletic, like athletes or people that compete or, um, because you just need more calories more often, probably like if you're getting up really early in the morning to go to the gym and you're doing weightlifting or bodybuilding or, you know, high level athletes probably might not fall into this category very well. So awesome. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kristen. And anybody who is watching, please feel free to add in the chat. If you are following any type of intermittent fasting, how are you doing it? What are your hours? What, what's your last meal like? And, and what is it like when you break that fast again in the morning? Please drop it in the chat and in the comments and let us know. And, and any other questions would be awesome. So we can help guide everybody. So thanks, everybody. See you soon. Okay. All right. So that, I thought that was awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, My hope is that you really learned a lot and that you're going to take some of those useful tips and information into account. I really would love to know if you've tried intermittent fasting, like we said, and what your experience has been. Um, But before I wrap this up, I just want to take a quick, give you guys a quick update on the book that Gina and I are co-writing. And basically we are still chipping away at some of the final edits. I feel like we keep saying that, but we really are working on it little by little and it is kind of a a chipping away process. So um, we're still doing some of the edits, but we do see the light at the end of the tunnel and we're really, we're just getting so much more and more excited to share this book with you because I keep looking back at it and I'm like, this is gonna be really good. We got a good book coming. Um, So it's coming soon, soon, soon. And the book is going to be called Stop Chasing Wellness, Create It. So we'll make big announcements when that happens. And of course, we'll have um, all the information on on how and where you can purchase that as well. So um, really just the way that it all came to be was over the course, like through 2020, the craziness of all of that in 2021, Gina and I were really just observing people scrambling and like trying every supplement and all sorts of odd and fad things that they could grasp at in an effort to just boost their health. So that's where the the idea for the book came from. Um, 
or at least the name of it and kind of led us down the right path. We had started writing the book in January of 2020 and by, you know, the, the spring and summer of 2020, it's like, it became more clear the direction that we needed to go and the message that we wanted to send. So in the book, um, Gina and I take just the fundamentals that we were taught in nutrition school and we combine that with our, gosh, I think 11 or 12 years now of health coaching experience. And we put all of that into a book to help you learn some simple and easy things that you can do to create your own wellness and stop chasing after it. Kind of help put some fear, you know, put that fear aside, give people the tools and the education that they need to feel like they're empowered by and in control of their own health without being derailed by fads and gimmicks and things that just don't work or things that might be hurting you. So we're really excited. We're getting closer to publishing it every day. Um, and it will happen very, very soon. So, but for now, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much. Again, I'm health coach Kristen with Common Sense Nutrition. Please check out my website, commonsensenutritionaz.com for more information about the monthly clean eating program called Shred 10 that Gina and I lead each month. We would love to have you join us. Our July Shred will be starting July 11th. So if you want some more information on that, please reach out to to me and uh, let me know that. You can reach me through my website as well. And until next time, this is Health Coach Kristen. Stay healthy, eat clean. I'll catch you back here next month.